Welcome back to CoinKeys, everyone. Thanks for being here, and I hope you enjoy today's episode where I'll be explaining what cryptocurrency actually is, and maybe a little bit about why you should care. And if you stick around until the end, I'll explain how you can get $10 of Bitcoin faux fui. By the end of today's show, you should get a sliver of my perspective on why you should care about crypto and a way to get your hands on some for yourself. Before we get started, though, I have a little bit of housekeeping to do, so please bear with me. First of all, if you enjoy the show today, it would be extremely helpful of you to go rate and review it on iTunes and anywhere else that you may be able to do so. This helps me get the word out, pop in the podcast algorithms a little bit, and sometimes adds a little sprinkle of Google juice to my efforts. Also, please remember to subscribe and turn on your notifications so that you never miss an episode. I promise to do my best to make it worth your time. Finally, if you have any questions at all, please reach out via email at coinkeyspodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at coinkeys. I would like to start doing Q&A portions on some of these episodes, and that's the best way I know to do it for now. Okay, that's it for the intro. Without further ado, let's get into the show. The question I will be attempting to answer today is the following. What is cryptocurrency and why should I care? No one has ever actually asked me this question in person, but it is the unspoken question underlying many of the conversations that I've had regarding this space. But before I expand on the individual points I've laid out for this explanation, I want to tell you a little bit about my beginnings in the cryptocurrency space. See, I wasn't interested in money, Bitcoin, interest rates, or the Federal Reserve just a few years ago. As a matter of fact, I could only give you surface-level explanations of what those terms even meant. Then one day, in approximately June or July of 2016, I stumbled across an article about the price of Bitcoin. I think it was somewhere around $700 at the time, and back then, I only conceived of Bitcoin as magical internet money for nerds that served no practical purpose. I had not read the Bitcoin white paper, I had not done any proper research into cryptocurrencies, and I had zero financial education whatsoever. But that was three years ago. As the Bitcoin price rose, so did my interest in this magical, useless internet money. I began consuming all the content I could get my hands on, I listened to podcasts, watched YouTube videos, and read tens of articles a day, desperately trying to understand this new thing that was happening. What I came to realize was that one of the greatest technological, financial, and potentially socio-political revolutions was already underway and that I was late to the party. At this point, I finally began investing my time, energy, and money into the space. And here I am, three or so years later, attempting to explain to you why you should care about this new world of money. So, why should you? Please follow along as I make my case. Part 1. Decentralization To anyone familiar with the cryptocurrency space, this term is already constantly put in front of you as a panacea to fix any and all of the world's problems. If you aren't familiar with cryptocurrency, then this may be one of the only times you've heard the term in your life. Decentralization means exactly what it sounds like it means. It means taking something that is centralized and making it not centralized. 
For the sake of grasping this concept, though, let's take a completely fake example and use it to create a mental model. What would Google be like if it were decentralized? Well, first, it would have no CEO. The decisions about what happened for the direction and management of Google would be voted on by the people that choose to participate in Google's services. Secondly, Google's services would no longer only financially benefit Google employees, shareholders, and owners. Instead, anyone who chose to participate in the network of services run on Google servers would be able to cash in by providing computing power to the billions of searches, emails, and ads crisscrossing the servers of Google. Finally, all of the information necessary to run Google services would be completely open source and could be downloaded and run by any individual that chose to do so. This would mean that all of the source code necessary to make money from doing what Google does would be accessible to the public. By doing this, you ensure that Google will always be able to continue on with or without the current participants. Because anybody can pick up the current information and keep moving forward, no attack on nor loss of a single individual computer or network of servers can bring down the services of Google. I hope this provides an extremely basic model to help you conceptualize what decentralization is. A move away from a world of information stored in data silos, walled off from the view of most of the populace, and toward a future of shared information, free and open protocols, and a more robust economy of innovation. Decentralized cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin have all of the features that I mentioned here, plus many more. Since this is only our first episode, though, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself in explaining every individual nuance. If you feel like you have more questions than answers after listening to that explanation, don't let it discourage you. As you listen to more information about the space, terms, ideas, and names will begin to make more and more sense. Like anything, it takes time to learn about this topic. Part 2. Voluntarism and the Power of Opting In If that title doesn't get you all excited, I don't know what will. Voluntary participation, or voluntarism, is a concept we don't often discuss, but that makes all the difference in the worlds of economics and social dynamics. In the history of our planet, thousands of different monetary models have been tried. Communism, socialism, fascism, feudalism, sharecropping, Austrian, or Keynesian. Take the time, and you will find a financial system that suits any political fancy you may have. The model that has produced the greatest amount of wealth, and the most equal spread of opportunity for the most people, however, is capitalism. I'm not here to extol the virtues of capitalism, though. I'm here to explain why you should care about cryptocurrency. So what does capitalism have to do with cryptocurrency? One word. Voluntarism. It would be difficult to overstate the importance and the power of individual choice. This is obviously true in the world of money, too. When we purchase something at the store, we send a signal to the producer of the good and to the owner of the store that we like that product. We tell the packaging designer that they did a good job. We tell the trucking company that it's a good idea to keep transporting those products. We tell the other stores in our town that they should carry that product as well. And on and on and on and on it goes. 
This sort of gentle voting is done all day, every single day in a capitalist economy. Individuals voluntarily participating in the economy signal each other about all the goods and services that they want more of. Much in the same way, cryptocurrency networks are voluntary by nature. They require individuals to choose to take action. They create monetary options in a world where new ideas are scarce. The world of currency. Options create competition, and as we all know, competition always winds up benefiting the consumer in an open economy. Voluntarism is a peaceful way to interact in a mutually beneficial transaction. It creates incredibly strong foundations for new networks and systems. Cryptocurrency is currently demonstrating this openly for anyone in the world to observe. The Bitcoin network has grown to be a nearly unhackable supercomputer just by allowing anybody that wants to to voluntarily participate in the network. The decision by millions of people to view Bitcoin as money has driven the, the price from less than $5 to over $20,000 at its all-time high. A mutually beneficial situation, if ever there was one. Cryptocurrency's voluntary opt-in required nature lends itself to the peaceful creation of new economic models that will benefit not just those that choose to participate early, but all those that gain the benefits of using the network in the future. A peaceful revolution is afoot. Part 3. Digital Scarcity, MOIP, and a New Internet this is the last point I'm going to make about why you should care about cryptocurrency. I saved this for the end because I think it is the most new and forward-facing of the points. Digital scarcity and MOIP, or Money Over Internet Protocol, are two of the foundational concepts necessary for architecting a new internet. But do we need a new internet? Yes, we need a new framework for sharing information online and it needs to solve several problems. The first issue that needs solving is digital scarcity. Until the moment the Bitcoin white paper was released, the concept of digital scarcity was just that, a concept. We had no functioning examples. Digital scarcity is the ability to show in a digital space that a digital item is one of a limited number or perhaps the only one. This is necessary for Bitcoin and other scarce forms of digital currency, because if you could simply copy a file containing Bitcoin and instantly have twice the original amount, well, then you'd have a completely worthless money and would have only made the world better for forgers. Bitcoin solves this problem by introducing computer mining and mathematically hashing each new block that is added to the Bitcoin blockchain. This mints new bitcoins and does so in a verifiably scarce way there will only ever be 21 million bitcoin mining mathematical hashes and blockchains are all concepts we will cover later but feel free to look them up right now if you'd like just pause this episode do a quick google search and then come on back so in the same way that bitcoin is verifiably digitally scarce money Many people are working on projects that provide the same protections for digital creations. Projects like Poet, 
which aims to make it possible for content creators to register their creation on a blockchain protocol that proves their ownership and tracks any alterations made to the original. This sort of blockchain-based protocol will create new forms of digital economic models, enable proper attribution of ideas to their originators, and spawn novel monetization strategies that are native to the digital world. Imagine being able to create a new piece of content, upload it via the POET protocol, and have an immutable, time-stamped registration that proves you are the first person who created it. This would change the game for digital content creators. But how would they be paid for their creations in a natively digital currency? Enter MOIP. M-O-I-P, MOIP, as it is affectionately called, stands for Money Over Internet Protocol, and is the financial version of the Voice Over Internet Protocol that completely changed the world of telephony. It created and destroyed enormous businesses, and MOIP may be poised to do the same. The way the current infrastructure of the internet works is based on a stack of protocols. These different protocols are open and allow for communication networks to be created between computers. They send and receive different kinds of information, and are all necessary to run the services we're all used to. The voice over internet protocol made it possible to transfer live voice data anywhere in the world that was connected to an IP address for way less than what it cost using the old telephone system. VoIP is the reason you can voice or video chat with someone on the other side of the planet for free today, instead of paying $31 a minute like you would have in the 90s. The Money Over Internet Protocol will do the same thing for value transfer. It will make the transfer of monetary value so cheap, easy, and native to the digital world that sending money the traditional way will be relegated to a few almost non-existent use cases. MOIP is impossible, however, without cryptocurrencies, digital scarcity, and the underlying blockchain technology that makes tracking and verifying all of this information possible. So why is it that you should care about cryptocurrency? Here's why. Because the existence of better money that isn't controlled by a government creates competition that can only make the whole landscape of currency better for the individual. You should care about cryptocurrency because a financial network in which you can not only spend the currency, but also create and financially benefit from the use of it, is a financial network worth having around. You should care about cryptocurrency because voluntarily getting to choose your financial future is vastly superior to a world where governments have complete and total control to dictate what money you use. You should care about cryptocurrency because the ability to attribute ownership of digital goods in a natively digital way while proving that an item is digitally scarce will create new forms of economic interaction that will be to the benefit of all mankind. And lastly, because leaving the future of money to the same people that have been absolutely screwing it up for the past 100 years doesn't seem like the best option, especially in a world where we now have a choice. Well, that's it for today's show, folks. If you liked what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes. It really, really helps me out. Google Juice isn't as easy to come by these days. 
so anything I can do to differentiate myself is huge. And as promised, I said I would explain how to get $10 of Bitcoin for free. Here's all you have to do. Go into the show notes and click the link that says free Bitcoin in all caps. That will take you to Coinbase where you can sign up for an account on their exchange. Once you've done that, if you ever purchase more than $100 of crypto or sell $100 of crypto, and no, this doesn't have to all be in one purchase or sale. It could be multiple purchases or sell sells. I don't know how to say that. Over a few weeks, you will get $10 of Bitcoin for free. That is correct. Just sign up for an account, get $100 worth of crypto at some point, get $10 for free. It's a screaming deal. Anyway, thanks for tuning in today. All the relevant links and details are in the show notes if you want them. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll see you next time.